be transformed. Turn into a better version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for uh, listening in today on the Decisive Point podcast. Excited today. I have a group of people with me. I got three other guys here in the studio today. They're pretty pumped. They seem pretty excited. You guys pretty excited to be here today? Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks for having so us. what I'd like to do is I'd just like to first, uh, maybe you guys can introduce yourself. We'll start off on my left Looking in from my left, Mr. Randy Wilson. Maybe introduce yourself, Randy. Hey, everybody. This is Randy Wilson. Thanks a lot for having me here, Jeff. Um, you know, just excited to be here, excited to be a part of the entrepreneur sphere. And, um, you know, you know. What do you call it? Entrepreneur what? Entrepreneur sphere. Sphere. Yeah, it's kind of like the world of entrepreneurship. Got it. Got yep, it. Yep. That was kind of uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Been doing this for a little while and having fun doing it, hanging out with great guys like you guys. So, so Randy, been an entrepreneur how many years? 30. 30 years old. Means you're like 31 then. Yep. 31. <laughs> <laughs> and so next to him is uh, Mark Sonoris. Mark, tell us about yourself. Mark Sonoris here. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Uh, really appreciate the... Uh, having us here and uh, being able to experience, I mean, uh, share our experience as entrepreneurs um, here in the Bay Area and uh, loving it, every bit of it. Yeah. And how long you been an entrepreneur, Mark? Uh, entrepreneur since 2004. 2004. I don't want to date myself. You got it. You don't want to be like Brandy. In the sphere, which means entrepreneur circle. All right. And our youngest of the group is Jordan, Jordan uh, Thompson. How how you doing, Jordan? Good. How you guys doing? Um, thank you again for having us, Jeff. I'm definitely very excited. Can't wait to, you know, coexist with some people like you guys. Learn, you know, kind of get my experience as well. Um, as far as you know, for me, I've been doing this probably for a little bit over a year. So I'm kind of the green pea, you could say, that everybody the baby. here. Yeah, <laughs> the baby of the group. So and he shaved one. today, too. So Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. shaved, so I took off 10 years. But <laughs> definitely excited. Can't wait to see where we go in and to share what works for me and you know, hear everybody else. You know, the intention of the Decisive Point podcast is to kind of give an insight of different perspectives on how uh, we see certain points for our lives that change us. So my question to each of you, and, and I don't want to make it too deep, but maybe maybe we could have some fun with it, is if you could turn back, some of you, it will be a lot sooner than others, <laughs> but if you could turn back um, the clock, say you're 21 years old. Now, Jordan, I think you're like 22, so that'd be like a year later. No, you're like 20, what, five? Yeah. 25, so you may have to go back to like 18, okay? Um, what would you tell yourself for, the, for your future self? What would you tell yourself at say 21 years old, Randy, what would you tell yourself that, you know, you could have avoided or things that you could be better for yourself, better for you in the future? What would you have told yourself going back in time, like that movie, Back to the Future, and you could talk to your 18-year-old self? What would you say to yourself? Hmm. I mean, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot. Since it's been so long since I was 21 or 18 and 30 years of life has taught me a lot of stuff. I mean, 50 years of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 years of life. 52. But, um, you know, I think um, there's a, uh, quite a few things, but I, I think one of the things that I, I would recognize going back is that money doesn't come from trees. It comes mm. from people. 
you know, and so when you realize that money comes from people, then you could spend a lot more of your energy and focus on understanding and learning about people and how how human nature works. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you spend a lot of time. I know I spent a lot of time uh, trying to make money while at the same time being completely confused about, you know, where money comes from. And so you spend a lot of energy kind of beating yourself up and everything. And then at the end of the day, later on in life, I learned, hey, money comes from people. So, mm. you know, that can collapse time frames when you start understanding human nature a little better. So wow. that, that's, that's where I would go with that. That's pretty good. How about, how about you, Mark? What would you say the same question? What would you say to your 21-year-old <clears throat> well, self? That's a great question. Um, if I were to revert back to time, I would probably tell myself to take more risk. One, uh, you know, most people just don't take, too, you know, big risks. You know what they say, big risks, bigger rewards. Bigger and rewards. I was always afraid mm. of a lot of stuff. I mean, mm. you know, let, let me just tell you, especially with money, I was always on a budget, never wanted to spend too much, wanted to always make sure that I had enough for the next month or whatever. Well, you got to gamble sometimes. And yeah. I'm, I don't mean gamble like in a way where you're going... In Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas yeah. or Reno or mm -hmm. something like that. But you definitely have to take a bigger risk. Another thing, aside from money or business, I would tell myself to, you know, take better care of myself. Mm. Take better care of my health. Mm. You know, um, if I would have took better care of myself, I'm just saying, um, I probably wouldn't have to work as hard mm -hmm. as now now that I'm older to, to keep the weight down, to stay in shape or stuff like that. So it's mm -hmm. a good one. That's very good. a good one. How about you, Jordan, since you're 25 and wow. going 22. back to 21? So going back, you're going back 60 to months. Where we all started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going back 60 months, what, what would you say you've learned, uh, you know, hanging around some old guys? Man, I could go, go back a whole four years. Wow. Man, technology was so different. No, for me, um, it's a lot of things. You know, there's never one answer. Um, but for me, one thing, too, is I would say when I was 21, I had a lot of different goals, different focuses. And one thing is just to you want to always have fun, but to take life a little more serious. Absolutely. For me, I was always I was in a phase of my life where, I, you know, material, not material things, but just having fun was such a main focal point of my life. Um, I was also a little closed minded, too, meaning, you know, when you're younger, you think you know everything. But one of my favorite quotes from Socrates is he who thinks he knows everything knows nothing. Oh. Ooh, so oh. that's something oh. that I wish that I knew that, at a young age. Young and deep. That yeah. sounded like an adult to me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So wow. That, that's just something that I wish I knew. I'd also obviously say some things I would invest in. Mm. But, you know, I don't want to get too in depth because this is not financial advice. <laughs> but I definitely would have told myself to invest in certain things as well. But always try to be serious. Keep an open mind. Um, always, you know, be more disciplined as well. Nothing too fancy or complex, but sometimes less is more. And the simple things such as that would have really changed my life, I think. And mm. looking back, we can always regret, wish we changed certain things. But I would never change life events or decisions because that's what would, you know, maybe I wouldn't be in this chair at this moment if it weren't for the things that went down in my life at that time. So just a little advice like that, I think, would have went a long way for myself. Oh, I'm taking notes here. Hold on. Yeah, you know, for <laughs> I got to say, though, for a young guy young man his age he seems to be an old soul 
Would you guys agree with me on that? Yeah, he's very mature. Very mature for his age, or at least he's pretending to be. Guys, well, he's mature right now. Well, Jordan's, he's very informed. I know that. <laughs> Jordan's know. the kind of guy that you kind of go, man. I wish I, if I had known, you know, if I was like you when I was your age, man, where would I be today? You know, yeah. that's what that's what Jordan. You, is. you don't want to get comfortable with that too, you know, because you still want to make sure you grow too, Jordan, as you're as you're going. <laughs> like, like I guess I'm set now. You know, he starts to chill. I'd like to uh, maybe throw another question to all three of you. Um, in your own words, what would you say freedom means to you? What does freedom mean to each of you in, in your own way? Because everyone sees freedom uh, differently. So let's start with, uh, start with Mark. What, what do you think freedom means to you in your own words? Well, I mean, you know, the true definition of freedom means that you're not in shackles, right? Nothing's holding you back. Uh, so it, with freedom, you know, it could mean, to me, it can mean a lot of things, first of all. Um, but to me, freedom is just having the, the choices that you want to make at any given time. Let's just say, for instance, Jeff, you went to the Laker uh, Warrior game, mm-hmm. right? On a whim, last minute, just like that. Right. Got on a plane, went to L.A., watched the game. The Jet. Well, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Oh, yeah, yeah. A plane has propellers. Sorry, I hated yeah. myself again. It's a jet. It's a jet. It's a jet. Um, you went on a private jet. So, I mean, that's freedom. You know, the ability not to be shackled by your budget. Going back to some of the risks that I should have taken back in the day when, mm-hmm. let's say, Bitcoin was like 96 cents, right? You're missing the boom. Or mm-hmm. or investing in Yahoo, investing in Google, it's investing in something. It's not financial advice. <laughs> it is not financial right. advice. But at the same time, you know, the ability to do whatever you wanted to do, that to me, that's freedom. At a last whim, oh, oh, Kip, Mark, you want to go? I can't. Why? To go to work. Mm-hmm. That's not freedom. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much money you make sometimes, right? But if you're like at in a job, well, of course you can't go because the next day you have to work, right? Mm-hmm. What about mental freedom? Do you feel that although someone could be at a job, which I have nothing against that, yeah, and they they can't go, but mentally they're fine with it. They're okay with where they are in life. Mm-hmm. Does it mean they're not free because they can't go, or are they just as free? Is anyone, anyone else because mentally they're free in, my, well, in their mind? Well, well, it just goes back to comfort level. So mentally, yeah, you're telling me, yeah, you could be free mentally, you know, in your freedom. But I'm t- if, if let's say, for instance, uh, you're comfortable where you're at. I mean, even with your job, you love your job. Yeah, you're free. You're free. You know, you love your schedule. You're free. You, you're, this is your dream job. This is where you wanted to work all your life since you were a baby. Then you're free. I get it, you know, but let's just face it. Most people would want to do whatever they want and the ability to do whatever they can, of course, is always tied to something that's monetary or maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's different situations, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I I think kind of where Mark is, uh, which with what he's describing here a little bit, I think it goes a little further. I, I think freedom is more of the acceptance of truth, right? That's what freedom is. And I think a lot of us are captive uh, to our own denial of, 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 of cause and effect. Um, I, I know this gets a little deep, but when you really think about most of us are um, not free or enslaved, if you will, because we are enslaved in the mind, 
right? And maybe there's certain truths that we never accept. Hmm. Like we don't understand that there are consequences to our decisions and our behaviors. And so what happens is those consequences become apparent and then we don't accept those consequences. We don't realize that it was our own decision that got us to where we are. And therefore, uh, you know, maybe we're mad, angry, upset. We have some kind of different emotional response to a situation that we created ourselves. And then that becomes a, a sort of a prison itself. And so, um, you know, whether it's our job or whether it's our, our health or whether it's our relationships or mm. whether it's whatever it is, you're only enslaved to the degree that you don't you don't accept the truth that your decisions ultimately determine your outcomes. And so I think when we talk about, you know, what is freedom, freedom is is accepting truth. And that is even, um, you know accepting the fact that you have to accept the outcomes of your own decisions. And then, and then you're free to do whatever you want to do, as long as you take responsibility for your own decisions and the consequences and outcomes that come from that. All right. That was a mouthful there. Right? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I yeah. had to go there. With yeah. that. I, thought he, I thought he was, I thought he was rapping. For me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now, we were talking about freedom, not the vaccine. No, no, but it does go, it does revert back to comfort level. Right. Is that, it, I mean, if you are comfortable with it, you know, cause you've accepted your truth, mm-hmm, quote mm-hmm. and unquote, mm-hmm. then that's your comfort level. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, and a lot of people don't accept truth and, and because they don't accept truth, then they become, you know, uh, uh, captive, they become, uh, you know, they have emotional responses. Some people become psychotic because <laughs> they do not accept the consequences of their own behavior. They don't understand the truth there. And so they kind of lose track and lose, you know, focus and they lose um, reality. Reality, exactly. Mm-hmm. Lose reality with the way things really work. So, how about you, uh, Jordan? Whoa. That's uh-huh. a lot to, that's a lot to follow there. That's a lot to digest. Okay, let me just digest it. It could be shorter. It don't have to be you know, the same length. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. I... No, that, that was really good. Um, like you said, it, everyone's different. So for me, it, mine's not as deep as you know what he was saying. But everyone has their own answer. Everyone has their own solution. Um, you know, two plus two is four, but also two times two is four. So there's different equations, different Ooh. ways for you. what people define as freedom. You. Some is more money. Some is more time. Right. For That's me right. personally, it's time because you can make as much money as you want when you think about it. There's so many different ways. Obviously, it's not easy to become a millionaire overnight, but there's so many ways to make money. Um, there's so many ways, you know, to do that, other sources of income. But time is what gives you more of that. Because what do you, let's say you work, nothing against working because I came from that. But let's say you work during those times, people say, you know, you can be comfortable from nine to five, but what do you do from five to nine? Mm-hmm. What are you doing with that time to make, you know, more money if that's what makes you happy? So when you think about it, the contributing factor is going to be time. We sleep over one third of our lives. So the remaining two thirds is really up to us how we use it. So for me, more time means more ways to make money, spend time with, you know, family, people that we care about. Um, like you said earlier, having that freedom to go watch the game. I'm a big basketball fan as well. Yep. Uh, Miami Heat are way better than the Warriors, by the way. Just wow. Had to, just had to throw that, that in there. <laughs> but, cut that part out. Yeah. But like you said, that freedom is something that's great to have to see that. So for me, it's going to be more time-based. 
Um, we can get into other debates and, you know, what, you know, being comfortable it is because you could be comfortable as an entrepreneur as well. You know, let's say you're comfortable making six figures. Could you go for half a million or more? Technically, you probably could. So it's really up to you. You could be comfortable at work or you can be comfortable as an entrepreneur. That's another topic as well. But for me, is time's always going to be the most precious asset. That's great stuff. Yeah. You know, from all three, you really, that's great stuff. I'm couple more questions and then, you know, we can wrap this up. One of the things I try to do is help the audience uh, become better with whatever they're doing. If there's anything I could say in my life that could help someone out there, whether it's in this country or another country, I just want to help. Do you guys feel the same way that you'd like to help anybody? Absolutely. Correct? Absolutely. So Service. my question to each of you would be, let's say someone's out there listening that, you know, they want to be more productive in their life. Mm. What would you recommend they do? What, what would be something that you would recommend? You've been an expert. You guys have been entrepreneurs, successful. Some have families and even have children today. What would you give someone else out there who's listening and saying, you know, what, what could he do to become more productive, more towards the journey he's after? What would be some advice you'd give someone out there that you don't necessarily know? You don't even, you'll probably never even <clears throat> see him, but you could help someone out. What would you, what would you tell them? We'll start, we'll start with you, Randy. What would you tell them? Well, first him of all, or her, excuse me, him or her. Yeah. Um, first of all, um, I, I think it's important for us to recognize that most of us seek out a destination without really examining our origin mm. and, and, and really focus on where we start from. Right. Because everyone says, oh, money or or material possessions or, you know, we, we have this sort of idea of what success is and we just kind of look that way. But we don't really look at our, our where we start from. And I know for me personally, I started from an, um, you know, a, a situation in my life where no one had any financial literacy or education or anything like that. And so, you know, coming from that perspective, it would be kind of difficult to, to have a, a, a great expectation of where you could, uh, you know, get to if you don't really understand where your origin is. And I know for me personally, and, you know, Jeff, I know me and you have known each other for many years. We used to compare notes on different books we read and I don't really want to sound clichéic here, but honestly, read books. I mean, the books are where the information is that you don't have. You don't have the information, so you need to read books and go get the information. And um, I know for me, uh, my life changed when I started reading books. And of course, back in the days, it was tapes. You know, we used to listen to tapes. I remember my first tape ever was Earl Nightingale's Money. Uh, uh, about money or something like that. It was the first piece of information that I had listened to or read or uh, accepted outside of my academic education. And I was blown away at how this information exists out there, but nobody has it. No one knows it. So, you know, again, not to be cliched, but truly and honestly start picking up business books or psychology books so that you can add more to your brain and your mind and your thinking so there that's, that's i would what definitely I would agree with that you yeah know, books being a major factor absolutely yeah because i don't know what tapes are <laughs> <laughs> yes you do <laughs> you definitely do <laughs> how about you mark what would you say would be uh one yeah. advice you give someone out there you know um the advice that i can give to be more productive is first and foremost you have to have a clear and concise um uh goal you know, you have to look at what you really, really want. You know, you have to be clear about that. So the only way to do that is you write out a daily goal every day. Simple little victories, little victories and uh, little 
good habits results a big success. I, I believe that. You know, I think um, uh, if someone gets a taste of victory or some little bit of success, even little, even a little bit yeah. of success, it really, really starts to roll. And it gets. Uh, let me let me just tell you, it does get addictive. Yep. You know, and what you want to do more and more and more. But goals, write down a, a today list, not a to-do list next week, a today list, what you're going to do today, mm. little stuff. And the more of that you complete, guess what? You will feel like you were better than yesterday. Mm. Good point. Great stuff. So it's like with things you need to get done now, now. kind of mm-hmm. list, right? Mm-hmm. That's a great With some urgency, yes, advice. absolutely. Great advice. How are you, Jordan? What would be some advice to someone out there that's listening Oh, man, there's a lot that I'd love to talk about, but, um, you know, I don't want to bore everybody. So (laughs) for me, I would say first set the expectation is you're not whatever your goal is. um, Let's say it's make more money. You're not going to be rich tomorrow. There's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. Um, Maybe if you do the lottery, I don't know the exact how many, you know, the exact fact, but they say you can be struck by lightning numerous times, not just once. You have more chance of being struck by lightning numerous times than getting a a lotto ticket and winning it. So (laughs) just scratch that off. Um, first of all, um, I think Mark did a good job on the organization. I agree because you have to paint a picture to make it real. If you don't think it's real, your results will be fake and so your work ethic. So always try to make it real. I'm a firm believer in this because I'm the worst at this. I was always very disorganized. I had that messy desk at in um, elementary school. People made fun of me. So I know why organization is important, especially for guys who are definitely not naturally organized. But that's definitely very important. When you think about it, for those who don't, let's say they don't have an entrepreneurial mindset, they like to be told what to do, that's going to be because their boss is organized and they have a plan and they say, hey, Jordan, or hey, Jeff, Mark, and Randy, follow this goal. So when you think about it, they're used to someone telling them to follow a goal. Mm -hmm. So just do that for yourself. I think that's going to be very important. Daily habits, like um, Randy said, those are very important. But for me, I think the most important thing, like I said earlier, is about timing. Timing is the most important thing. And what I mean about that is one of my favorite quotes is the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. The second best time is now. Mm. So this moment, this time, this day, I don't care, you know, who you are, but just do your goal, whatever. Do it today. Read that book. Um, I'll stop being a hypocrite. I'll read more, too. So I'll read um, later today. After, He's honest. After this podcast. This I been, yeah. But timing really is everything. So there's no better time to start now. So whatever you really want to do, just do it now. There, I can't tell you how many times I wish I did something a long time ago. And then I look back, you know, like, man, this past month, this past week, this past year, I could have been doing this or this. And I probably would have been a lot better even if I didn't succeed in that. So... Like I said, um, that's what really is going to help you compound into bigger and better things. But timing is everything. So whatever you want to do, start now. Like Randy said, read some books, those small daily habits like um, you know, Mark was saying. And it truly will compound and you'll see what it manifests. Yeah, man, this guy seems like a 40-year-old. You don't sound like a 25-year-old kid. You know, I have to agree with all three of you. And, you know, one thing I'll, I'll just say is... Uh, I think life goes through, you go through your own lessons every single day um, that you'll determine. Sometimes for me, a lot of the times I had to develop was because I was forced to. When, uh, you know, when you go through adversity at home or you go through adversity with an industry falling apart, you realize that you can't depend on certain things. All you can depend on is you. You can only depend on your personal growth because if things around you could shift. Did you guys agree? It, yeah, it, it, it shifts. The last couple, last question is, uh, I have a couple, but I'll just get into the last one now. Uh, 
what keeps you up every single day? You know, I think waking up in the morning, we all go through routines. A lot of people go through the same routine 24 hours a day. They do mm -hmm. the same thing every single day all the time. Mm -hmm. I like to challenge myself, and you guys know me pretty well. I try to challenge myself that every day is a new day, mm -hmm. that every day is the last day, mm -hmm. right? What would you say keeps you up at night that you just can't seem to sleep? Sometimes I get so excited about life. I just can't sleep. Anybody ever feel that way oh, where I, can't turn it off. I just yeah. can't, I just can't seem to settle down. I have to force my way through maybe sitting in a sauna or exhaustion at the gym where it knocks me out. But if you're so fired up, what is it that fires you up? What, what is, what is that feeling that people have out there? What's keeping you up? at night right now what's keeping you guys so fired up is you know you guys are all entrepreneurs i'll just throw it out there all three of these guys are successful business owners uh, all different industries they all work for themselves and they just have that passion about what they do so what keeps you guys up at night well you jordan want to start with the youngest to oldest yeah no not me <laughs> not me <laughs> not this time <laughs> it's all good though it's all good though <laughs> so you mean what keeps me up like what's my why is that what you're saying oh uh, you know that formation? could be any answer really i mean it doesn't necessarily have to be a why is what keeps you up at night you know a uh, couple things that i could just throw out there for nuggets to, to jump on i my family keeps me up at night because i'm always worried about them Mm -hmm. Every day I, I go to sleep, I worry about my family every single day. I don't know if you guys can't sleep about it sometimes, but I do. That, that's my worry of my life. And then I worry about health. That also concerns me, my life and my health. And obviously being in business, um, being in a world where it could change so rapidly, doesn't matter what business you're in today, you could wake up tomorrow and the world could change, yeah. right? So those things concern me. Those keep me up as well. And then obviously being excited for change. Because obviously being a person that wants to adapt to change, I don't want to be scared of, of change either. Mm -hmm. I like to embrace it, right? So whatever those, you know, I'm just giving examples of what kind of keep me up. I don't know what keeps everybody else up, but that's kind of like how I would mm -hmm. phrase it. Well, everyone's different. So I guess at my stage of my life, I'm still 25. So 25 is really a kid. Even 30s, you can argue, is kind of a kid, right? But mm. well, I don't know. Some people. Uh, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But mm, that made it sound like I want to be a kid for five more years. <laughs> I, w I would say. I mean, it's numerous things. First of all, is I've always want to you know better myself. Self development's really huge. Is trying to be the best human that I could be. Mm. So I always want to make sure that you know no matter what happens, whether it's success or failure, that I don't lose my composure or my character isn't altered in any way. So I think that's really important because it doesn't matter how much money you have. There's still some of the most depressed and upset people in the world because you can have everything but still have nothing inside. So I think really when you think about that, don't get me wrong, money, success, we see it. We see it on Instagram, social media. We see it on TV. Some people live for it. And that it is amazing. But like I said earlier, m money isn't everything. Sometimes we need to focus on things that are more important, like family. For me, I also look forward to having a family, too, in the future. And when you think about it, when you have to be that parent figure, mm -hmm. are you going to be ready to be that parent figure? Are you already set up for success to be that individual as well, to be able to take care of children and to guide them? So I always want to be the best as far as development on myself. Um, also, too, another way is just, you know, simply... 
Um, trying to be as successful as we can also is a great thing as well because money, like I said, isn't the most important factor. Oh. And money isn't everything, but ironically, you need it for everything. So to provide for my family, to have more time, to have more leverage, um, it, it definitely is something that's important. But for me, it's character, future family, and just personal development. Those are some of the key aspects. Did you say leverage? Leverage. Like leverage. That sounded like leverage. That was a new word. Leverage. You need more leverage in your life. So that's pretty good. I'm going to write a quote on that one. Do you have leverage and love? love? Yeah, yeah love. that's leverage. <laughs> Uh, you know, how about you, Mark? How do you, what do you feel well, uh, is keeping you up at night? There's a few things that keep me up at night. And, you know, the same as you, Jeff, you know, I always worry about my family, their well-being and so forth and so on. Um, one of the biggest things, of course, is, you know, having a little one, making sure that he, he grows up the right way. You know, mm -hmm. like what Jordan was saying, right? Will he be a good dad? Yeah. You know, am I being a good dad or am I, uh, you know, Am I putting him into the good schools? Is he getting a good education? Is he is it the best for him? And of course, the other stuff is excitement. You know, I'm excited for what's happening in my business. Excited for the uh, what's happening to the people that are in my business. They're growing. Uh, a lot of things that also uh, keep me up is what will I train on the next day? Content. You know, mm -hmm. what yeah. what what do the people need? Our team members need. What do, what do what do they need to hear from me? How can I, uh, how can they get value from me? Mm. You know, what can mm. I give them that's valuable, a nugget, or what can they retain? What can they digest? Um, and of course, lately, uh, I think vision. There's so much stuff happening right now uh, with technology. And um, I'm talking about um, everything. <laughs> you know nfts cryptos and you know i've been listening to a lot of podcasts too of course you know mm -hmm. yours i love your podcast by the way jeff oh thank you i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> um the thing about it is is i'm trying to be ahead of the game too so that like i said before you have to be uh visionary you have to take more risk i don't want to miss the next boom that always keeps me up now mm -hmm. you know lately so uh, I'm not sure, you know, if, if that affects anybody else the way it's affected me, but it's got me so excited, you know, um, just to see what's going on. And, you know, you're absolutely right about change. You know, right. if you don't adjust to change, guess what's going to happen? Right. You're going to be left behind. You're going to be a fossil. He sounds like Mark's pretty excited. You gotta, you gotta, I would say yeah, he's for pretty sure. Excited. <laughs> That's great. How about you, Randy? What, what's keeping you up? Well, um, you know, I, I, there's a movie out there right now called Interstellar. You guys ever seen the movie? Is that a new movie? No, it's 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 Matthew McConaughey. It was a couple years ago. Oh, okay, so it's not a new movie. It's 2016. Oh, yeah, okay, it was really it. big. I remember. It was really it was, big. It was, it was, yeah, it was there's great. a poem in that um, movie. It was called something like Rage Against the Night, mm. and it, it basically it it kind of depicts uh, you know sort of this this energy of you know staying alive staying awake because the night comes and you know of course human nature is to go to sleep but rage against that because you know we only get so many days and so many nights and so since when we're awake is when we are you know most productive and be able to achieve our goals and do all those kinds of things rage against the night don't go to sleep. Mm. Take it. Take advantage of every waking moment you can. And and I think for me, it's like 
I try to take as much uh, take a take advantage of as much uh, as I can while I'm awake, and even I force myself to be awake because there's a huge difference between I believe who I am and who I want to be, who I am and who I need to be, and when you have you know big goals and big dreams, then you want to make sure that you take every possible waking moment to um, you know add that you know, reference material to your waking hours so you can utilize that to improve upon yourself. And, um, you know, I, someone told me a long time ago, he said, Randy, you want to make sure that the world is a better place after you leave than when you got here. And that could mean different things, right? You could see that on a big obtuse picture, but on a more acute level, then you're also talking about my family. You know, I, I know for me... You know, I grew up in a very, you know, challenged situation. So I certainly want to change that dynamic so that my offspring don't have to experience the same thing that I did. So I'm very motivated by that. I, I keep trying for that forever. I also have views about how the world is going right now and how many people are suffering. So it's kind of like I have to take advantage of every waking moment, even force myself to stay awake as long as possible so that I can do everything necessary so that I can make improvement in the world. I know it's kind of crazy sometimes <laughs> to think on these bigger levels like that. But, you know, these are the kinds of things that keep me awake is just staying conscientious of what's going on and staying conscious enough to, you know, give everything I have to making change happen in a positive direction. So and that keeps kinda, you up. That keeps you up every day. It keeps me up every day, every day. He had a couple $5 words in there, too. Yeah, he did. He said obtuse. Yeah, obtuse. <laughs> um, There's a cute world. You know, the world that we're living in, you guys kind of all alluded to it in your talk, is, you know, the world's moving fast. Social media, you mentioned Bitcoin, and a lot of these things that are... technology. All these things that are happening right now. With social media and with the way information is being processed, you know, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter... Do you, th do you guys feel that's a positive thing? Do you guys feel that it's good for people? Do you feel it's great for the future? Do you guys feel in your core that this is, this is the best thing that's going to happen uh, for the future? Do you feel it's good for the kids? Do you feel it's good for our children, our, our future teens out there in the future? What do you, what do you guys feel about social media? What, I have my own take on it. You know, many of my podcasts I talk about, I, I think there's some great to it. There's great things to it. And there's things that could be quite, I could question it, you yeah, know, how absolutely. it could affect uh, in a negative way, insecurities or comparing mm. yourself to other people too much mm. versus uh, living your true self. Mm. You know, having to let people see everything that you have versus who cares if anybody sees it. Mm -hmm. Um but I believe it's important that the right messages be put out there, meaning that if the right people are out there giving positive, you know, reinforcement to people, then people need to hear those people. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that, with the, with the, you know, with the passion that the wrong people, you're going to hear that too. But there's some great people that are out there. So yeah. what do you guys feel about social media? What do you think it does? And we'll start with the youngest on this because, you know, All this right. is his generation. <laughs> Most relevant. He's uh, his generation. I mean, you know, we're, you'll be honest. I mean, his generation, this is, this is all they know, right? This is all they know when, you know, they're growing up and they were brought, they were born and the internet was already around, mm. right? When I was born, we didn't even have a computer yet. We didn't have computers, yeah. we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have social media. We had nothing. Yeah, nothing. The word internet didn't even exist. Yeah. You have to use pager codes. 
Yeah, none of you guys were born in the pager was here. You that was in your that was in the eighties. So you were already a teenager at the time pagers came out. So you weren't born either when when pagers came. You're talking sixties for some, not me. Seventies for others, which is me. And then you get into this guy. What year were you born? Ninety five. 95 I, I mean, can remember what I was doing in 95 <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, so so tell me you know I know that's a long long question to ask but what do you guys believe about social media and how it impacts the future and what is your full take on it honestly my unbiased opinion forget my age I think social media is great because when you think about it it was originally for interacting with people around the world people that you can't see and when you think of it in that aspect, that's actually a really great thing because you can communicate with people that you can't normally see. Um, I'm also a very firm believer of six degree of separation where you're always six handshakes away from, you know, whether it could be an opportunity, it could be a, another friend or maybe a business partner. So you get to meet more people that way. And I've actually made friends over social media. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with the other side and the other debate how it can be harmful but at the same time, it's always based on the person, how they use it. Um, you can use a car to drive you f- to work to make sure you're on time, or you can use a car to rob a bank. So you can use, <laughs> you can use things in different ways. So I can't really say people that use social media in a wrong context or wrong way, you know, I, I can't blame social media for that. It's the person who has that. Wow. Also, maybe it could be the people in their lives that, or the people they hang around with that give them that mindset, give them that, that attitude. I, for one, though, can see the value of it. It helps businesses. It helps build friendships. And it can really help build your future if utilized correctly. I agree 100%. Um, you know, the, you're, you're right on the money with that because there's two ways of using it. You know, of course, there's always good and bad. Um, the way I feel about it is if you use it for, well, information. Today's the informational uh, information age, age, age yeah. right? So we're looking at things that you would never, ever really know, like mm-hmm. unless you picked up an encyclopedia or a newspaper. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, that's library. what you had to do. You had to go to the library. That's right. And you'd have to learn, uh, you know, about the president or whatever, you know. Whales or. <laughs> yeah, dolphins, yeah, whales, yeah, dogs, yeah, even, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, today, to get the news, you don't even have to pick up a newspaper, okay? It's all on social media. If you go to one of the um, – one of the networks on, on social media, boom, there it is, live news. You can watch live news. You can watch sports. You can watch the market go up and down. You can watch your cryptocurrency go up and down. So, so you guys think that's good for you? Do well, you- there, there's there's a few things. I'm just saying one of the good things about social media, Now, I'm not saying it's necessarily good for you, but it does give you information that you would never really, really get unless you pick up something that, like physically, mm-hmm. like a newspaper or something. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's a good point. You know, information, it's almost instantaneous. I mean, you click on your iPad, your tablet, your computer, whatever, your, even your, your, your PDA, your cell phone, right? You click it on, you turn it on, boom, information's right in your face. And, yes, uh, social media, I, I agree with you, Jordan. You know, social media does make the world smaller. I mean, you can talk to people in other countries, your, your family in other countries, right? You would never really get to talk to unless you got got on a plane and went to go see them or got on a boat with something, a train, whatever. But it does, you know, it does make the world a little bit smaller where you can, you know, talk to people as often as you want to uh, because of social media. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, bad. You know, there's um, there's predators out there, of course. You know, you always have to try to filter or watch what your kids are doing and, you know, 
And there's a lot of negative stuff, you know, the people that air out their dirty laundry or whatever, or what they're going through. And mm-hmm. people got to stop that stuff, okay? Okay, yeah. nobody, you know, um, and there's, there's influences on there too. You know, sometimes someone will post their food. And next thing you know, you're going to have a craving for that. And a craving for that. And a craving Kombucha. for that. Or, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Vegan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if I may jump in there, absolutely. I, you know, I think that we also have to be uh, cognizant of the fact that social media, social media was created by some entrepreneurs, you know, and uh, what these guys did was basically found a, uh, you know, sort of like a platform or created a platform to gather a lot of people. And, uh, you know, there's an old saying that says your, 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 your net worth is your network. And these guys built networks. So, you know, you, you got, um, what's his name, Facebook guy, Zuckerberg. And then you got the Twitter guy. And, um, and you got, uh, you know, all, all of these different social. All these um, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> YouTube, all these guys. Google. And, you know, and, and, and I think as entrepreneurs, we need to recognize what's really going on. And that is that these guys created platforms to gather people around. Mm-hmm. And once they gathered people around, enough people around they became the richest people on planet on the planet that have ever lived and so we can learn something from that then can't we we can learn that you know uh, of course we can we can talk about oh the content that's happening on social media but remember the it's just a bunch of people bouncing around inside social media but really from an entrepreneurial standpoint you're talking about mark zuckerberg for example has created a platform that billions of people decided to jump on, share their information, do all these kinds of things. I mean, I remember when pictures were in a photo album that you only saw when you visited someone's house and they actually wanted to show you something (laughs) about their children or their vacation or their wedding or something like that. Now, everybody just shares automatically Every little instance or event that ha- uh, event that happens in their lives, without question, such that now your whole life is chronalized. Chronalized is that a word, Jordan? Chronalized. We'll find out later. Yeah, we'll know. But <laughs> chronological. Every, chronologic. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Chronological. <laughs> but it's um, your whole life is on there, and um, you know I think that says something uh, about the value of creating a social network. When you create a social network, there is a marketplace for that where people come in and want to be a part of it. And that becomes an, a, a, like a profitable environment. Mm. So absolutely, I have opinions on social media and what people do uh, and what they should do, shouldn't do, and all these kinds of things. Like, number one, I think people should stop sharing so much information <laughs> about their baby children on social media. Feels like I'm raising them, too. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, but you know, so but the bottom line is, is social media, social environments are profitable, obviously, and so as so as um, entrepreneurs, I believe that all of our businesses can be um, impacted if we think like Zuckerberg thinks and create a social network around our business, uh, you know, our business environment, and and that could be extremely powerful for business. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's great for business. I, I also could, you know, echo the fact that, um, you know, news is at the palm of your hand mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. You, you know, you've made the world a closer or a smaller world. But 
what do you think it's doing to people internally? Um, is all that information good to have? Is, can a person feel behind when they're not really behind? There, there are people out there that they feel lonely well, I, out there, you know, in this world of social media today as well. well. I think it's also how people look at it. I mean, there's two types of people that look at success. There's going to be the person that looks at it and they're a little envious and they're jealous. Or there's somebody that looks at it as something as motivation, something that inspires them to be better. So it's really, it's not on the tool, it's on the person itself and their mindset and how they look at it. Well, you Can know, you call me a tool? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jeff, you tell, to, to, comment, to comment on that, Jeff, you know, it's really funny because uh, the other night, you know, I had a friend that was so frustrated. And I was like, what's wrong? He was like, oh. He was looking at his phone and he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And this will make you laugh. This is kind of funny to me. You know, it wasn't funny to him, but it's funny to me. Hope you don't hear this then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter because he's probably, probably finding it funny now. He was like, man, I'm on Facebook jail. Like, what is Whoa. that? What is Facebook jail? That's when they stop you from... The, oh, get stop you from having the ability to post, post or comment. And to me, it's like it's not even that important. <laughs> to me, it wasn't that important. But to him, it frustrated him. I'm like, really? Think about how how how. I mean, just just think about that. I mean, really. No, but quick. he wants to be able to give his his opinion. Well, he that, wants to be able right. to express himself. That's right. But, he wants I mean, to express himself. But see, but no. Let's think about it a little bit deeper than that. Could you have done that before? Would it would, would it really frustrate you no. that you're not able to post something, a comment? No. No. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, we I'm, didn't have a comment to post, so we can't be we didn't have well, it available. Even if you were on a on a yeah. three-way, oh, I'll put you on mute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think about think about it again uh, uh, from a business aspect of this, uh, entrepreneur aspect. You know, the the uh, formulators of the systems of social media they have created an environment where i mean let's face it they give you dopamine you know we get addicted to the dopamine rush of getting other people's uh especially positive opinion of something some aspect of our lives maybe it's even as simple as our food or our cat or our dog or somewhere we went or uh, a relationship that we're in we love people's approval now, again, I don't think that that's the most positive thing in the world to give everyone an environment mm -hmm. where, you need know, we're all... They need attention. And, yeah, they well, need people, attention. Well, and well, then, people make money off of that. But, you know, they make money off of that. not everybody makes money off of it. Not everybody. You get enough, you do. Out of 100 people, how many, how many are making money? Well, how about just the formulators of it? I mean, right. you know, Mark Zuckerberg, again, one of the richest men that have ever lived on planet Earth history, right? Mm -hmm. All because he created a platform where he gave people... The ability to receive dopamine rushes. So uh, all I'm saying is, is that, you know, social media has its good, its goods and it, it has its bads and ugly and uglies. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we have an environment that's actually being controlled. You know, that's, that's, that's really what it is. I mean, these guys have figured out 
more about the human nature than we know about ourselves. You know what I mean? And they they put this together. Now, again, I'm not, I, like you said, Jeff, there's some good positive influences on social media. Absolutely. I like to think I'm a good positive influence on social media. But at the same time, we, we also have to know where we're at, what we're dealing with. Social media doesn't just happen just haphazardly. It is a controlled environment, even though we not we might not even think about it. But again, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, there is a lot to learn from social media. And that is how people respond when you have this environment where people can, you know, get together and share information and stuff like that. Yeah, that's great stuff. I, I, I like stuff, that. you guys. I yeah. mean, you know, the ability to uti- utilize it as a tool is definitely key. Did you call me a tool? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think I think at the end of the day, we all would agree that it has some amazing things, amazing, uh, unbelievable things that, we, that it could do. But it could also be something we got to be careful as well Disruptive. internally. I'm concerned about it internally, even myself. I I see myself at a at a great place, some some of the you know great place in the world, and I'm more concerned about how's this post going to look mm-hmm. versus being present in that moment, mm-hmm. even for a second, mm-hmm. when I'm focusing on what's being posted, I'm pulled away mm-hmm. because of a post. Mm-hmm. And I've seen myself do that in more than one occasion. Absolutely. Okay, where I get lost in a post versus I'm sitting in the middle of paradise, if you will, right. but I'm lost in a post. Right. Mm-hmm. And that concerns me being my age. Now, for certain generations, they may not even notice that's a distraction. Right, right. You, you know what I mean? They, they feel that's normal. Because if you didn't post, then you're not normal. Yeah. And that's the part that, you know, I think a little, I have an iffy side, I have my own opinions and stuff like that. But business, I think it can't be beat. Expression can't be beat. I, I do feel for, uh, for the companies out there and individuals who didn't grow uh, in the social media era. For example, restaurants, if they didn't get on Yelp and they didn't understand how that worked. That's right. Um, they're feeling the price of that, especially after the pandemic. That's right. And you're seeing companies disappear. Some of the multi-billion dollar companies that were around when I was a kid are gone. Jemco, uh, companies like that. And, and Montgomery what's, Wards. What's that? Montgomery Wards is gone. And all these other companies Sears. that were J.J. Were Newberry. Gone. Yeah, Compaq, <laughs> Compaq Computers. You know, all these Companies that Circuit were big, City. yeah, Circuit City. All these companies that were big, big uh, when I was a kid are gone because well, of Fry's adapting. Electronics. Fry's I know electronics. that was like oh, yeah. everything. That was like everything. For yeah, us. that was the best. That was, that was the best. You know. Yeah. So today it's it's a new world that we're in. Yeah, but. you know, I totally agree with you, Jeff. And you know, um, I try to limit myself as well, and I try to limit you know my children um, with the uh, the whole social media thing, or even looking uh, uh, looking at their phone during the. Uh, times where we're at, be present where we're at today. Um, you know, it's hard now. Yeah, it's, it's very, very hard because you know, I've noticed like if someone wakes up, right? If you wake up, the first thing they look at, what of course is what their their, their phone. phone. Yeah. Why? What are they going to look at? What? Why do they turn their phone on automatically? I mean, look at their phone as soon as they wake up. Wake up. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> Dad's going to say that too. Eat. My alarm is the Sleep. phone. I mean, drink everything is yeah. with a phone. Everything, everything. Yeah. is with a phone. It's it's at your fingertips. You know, yeah. I mean, everything you can order your food. Every, you know, I mean, that's it's the way the world. It's the way the world moves today, guys. Technology. It's the way the world moves. We well, either we adapt or die in that situation. And we're actually talking about two different things here. We're talking about social media and we're talking about mobile device. Mm-hmm. That's actually two different things. Well, it's kind of like the same to it's me. It's kind of the same, but <laughs> how is it that these two things are now the same thing? Right? Well, it's and it's the addiction of it too, mm-hmm. because 
if you look outside and count how many people are on their phones or on their PDAs, you will count a lot of people. What's a PDA? What's a PDA? Is that a 19... display of affection. Oh, a personal oh. device. <laughs> no, I'm never. It's the first time I heard that before. A really? PDA? That's what a BlackBerry used to be, or something like that. <laughs> uh, what's a BlackBerry? <laughs> it tapes. <laughs> well, you know, I think we could all agree that it's here to stay. Absolutely. And it's uh, not absolutely. going anywhere. Uh, we better run with it, or we'll be eliminated. I heard Facebook <laughs> is changing their name, though. It is yeah, they already. Did already. It already. It's yeah. the metaverse. Yeah, they already changed it. You know, speaking about social media. I'd love for the audience to be able to get a hold of you guys as well. And we're in like 15 or 16 different countries now, which uh, the decisive point is out there. It's getting, it's starting to get out there on its own. And That's good. I'd love people to get a chance to get in contact with you guys. So Randy, what would they, what would anybody follow you? Uh, well, you can go uh, anywhere online and just search for Randy C. Wilson, uh, randycwilson.com or Randy C. Wilson on Twitter, Randy C. Wilson on uh, Instagram, Randy C. Wilson on Facebook. I know, Randy, you just recently did a video on how to create your own kombucha. Is that right? Yeah, you know, what's cool about that is, uh, you know, I'm into natural health and everything. And so kombucha is something that I kind of learned how to make. It's a probiotic drink. It's good for your digestive system, all of that. But it's a perfect situation because of the time involved in the preparation. It's the perfect situation uh, to have sort of like off conversations about different things. So... I definitely like using that moment um, of, of preparing my kombucha batch and talking about things. It, it could be politics. It could be business. It could be, you know, family. It could be different things. So that's something that I'm kind of, you know, having some fun with. Passionate with. Yeah, yeah. Passionate about. Yeah. Also, you're a vegan. Vegan. Uh, absolutely been a vegan for about 20 years now, I think. And um, I admire that. You know, and, and I'll tell you, it wouldn't have even happened, but I, I discovered that I was allergic to a food ingredient uh, that was being put into foods. And then it just kind of, and this is back before there was internet. So I had to kind of do some of my own little research and, 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 and looking into things. But once I found out what that ingredient was and what foods it was in, for example, processed meats, then I decided that I would kind of look further into it and I start cutting things out of my diet. And it turns out that my allergies that I had all went away um, because I stopped con- uh, consuming this one ingredient. And so that just kind of led into, you know, withdrawing from all, you know, products that had to do with animals. So well, I admire that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. How yeah. about you, uh, Mark? Which, how, do the people, how does everyone get a hold of you? Uh, my IG is we are I leverage. Mm-hmm. And uh, on twi- uh, Twitter, it's Mark Sino. That's M A R K S E N O. And same thing with Facebook. Uh, we are I Leverage. Um, if you wanted to get a hold of me through email, it's Mark at iLeverage.com. All right. And you're also pretty active on your social media as well. You, we are. Uh, I, I have my uh, marketing team, my my uh, marketing manager, and handles everything for me as far as social media. Um, and I do admire uh, Randy as well for you know his. Uh, diet, I guess, <laughs> choices. Lifestyle. <laughs> he said for his uh, diet <laughs> choices, you know, because I am allergic to, you know, um, very allergic, you know, to, to some of the ingredients, you know. Yeah. yeah. We all are, by the way. Yeah. It's just know, a uh, degrees. I, that's another podcast. Okay. 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 Sorry. 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 My allergies is that it, it makes me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How about you? How about you, Jordan? 
Yeah. Um, for me, I usually have been utilizing um, Instagram, so you can follow me on Jordan.Ryan5. Um, for me, what I really post, I, you know, I'm, I'm a normal person like everyone else, but I always like to try to motivate people as well because just like you, I'm an average person. Um, the only difference, or not difference, you could say, but something I've learned is important is focus. Um, one of my favorite quotes is, um, a successful warrior is someone that is someone that has laser-like focus. So I'm just another person, you know, like everyone else. I'm just trying to focus on what works for me, and I try to motivate other people as well. So, you know, if you ever like content like that, I'm, I'm always going to be here. But again, you know, thank you, know, thank you for having us, Jeff. Definitely a new world we're in and mm. a new world coming out. I'm excited. Thank you guys uh, for being on today. I know of we course. were on for a, a long period of time. Maybe this is the first of many interviews that we could do. And there's got to be somebody out there that is listening today that, that makes a difference for it. If it just helps That's one, awesome. it makes an impact. That's so thank awesome. you guys uh, for being out here today and mm-hmm. coming in the studio. Mm-hmm. Look forward to seeing you guys again. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. I'll see Thanks, you guys Jeff. tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.